Greetings. This is Pastor Curtis L. Robinson Sr. with the Emergent Hope Ministries. And today I want to welcome you once again to the Lotus Flower Podcast. And this we will continue from Romans chapter 8 and verse 28. And this is episode 2, part 2 of All Things Work Together for the Good. If you recalled, in the first part, I asked you to try this experiment, which you did. I asked you to grab a Bible. Maybe you have one nearby and open it to Romans 8 and see if somehow verse 28 is omitted from your version. And I stated that my guess is that you'll see it right there where it belongs between verse 27 and verse 29. And if it's in your Bible, as it should be, in your mind and in your heart, the truth of Romans 8 and 28 can change the way you think. Yes, and it can provide a corresponding shift in your mood, in your emotions, as well as in your outlook. And in time, yes, it can actually transform your personality and alter your circumstances in life. And if you can turn troubled souls into people of confidence and good cheer, you can also give a person the secret of being resilient and irrepressible. So, yes, it's a promise with your name on it, my friend. It meets the challenges that you face right now. Yes, it does. And it's God's guarantee. Yes, human courage and internal fortitude take us only so far without this stronger wind at our backs. It was the French philosopher Voltaire who once defined optimism as the mania of maintaining that everything is well when we are wretched. Some people are blessed with an upbeat personality that allows them to view life through rose-colored glasses and make the most of all that comes and the least of all that goes. A philosopher, Sarah, said that you can maintain if you choose. Yes, you can maintain what you choose once you put it on. But even sunny-souled people can't ward off all the shadows, not for long, certainly not forever nor without a sure word from an omnipotent, omnipotent God. Sooner or later, even the upbeat soul 
gets beat up by life. And we need a higher power, a deeper strength, a wider mercy, and a mightier word. We need a promise that's so broad in its scope that nothing is excluded and so infallible in its application that on its sheer word alone, we are consoled, we're energized, we're vitalized, and we're innervated during life's toughest moments. And we need a heartening word during life's smallest battles too. We, we need to have our share of both of them. And unbalanced checkbooks, speeding tickets, cancer scars, high blood pressure, car payments, car wrecks, gas prices, foreclosure, prodigal children, the death of a pet, chronic pain, stubborn addiction, pharmacy bills, broken arms, broken marriages, broken hearts, and broken wives. People come in all shapes and sizes and levels of intensity. Some are mind-numbing and earth-shaking. Others are two-bit triffles. Yet sometimes the smaller problems upset us more than the larger ones. Amen. I know one thing is that I've had my share of ups and downs in life and, and they aren't over yet. As long as we're breathing air, we're going to have good days and we're going to have bad days. And sometimes the bad ones are very bad. And I know what it's like to, to be jolted awake early in the morning with news that someone you loved has died. Your news that you don't want to hear. And I know what it's like to face those deliberating family illnesses and encounter strings of disappointments over in the night. I've struggled with cycles of despondency and seasons of toil. And just like you, I felt the sadness of, of standing by freshly dug graves. But thankfully, I can say that in my experiences thus far, the bad days have been exceptions rather than the rules. But that's not always the case for everyone. Some people face a, a lifetime of adversity. And for most of us, the problem grows harder as we grow older. But consider this. What if you knew that it would all turn out well? Whatever you are facing. What if Romans 8 and 28 really were more than just a cliche? What if it was a certainty, a spirit-certified life preserver, an unsinkable objective truth? 
infinitely buoyant. And what if you were able to keep your head above the water even when your ship was going down? What if it really worked? What if it always worked? What if there were no problems beyond its reach? Would that make a difference to you? If you really believed it, would it shore up your spirits, brace up your hearts, gird up your strengths, beef up your attitude, put a bounce in your step, put a sparkle back in your eyes? Well, Romans 8 and 28 is all-inclusive, all-powerful, always available to you. Yes, it is omnipotent as the God who signed and sealed it. It's a loving, yes, loving. It's as loving as the Savior who died to unleash it. And it can do anything that God can do. And it can touch any hurt and redeem any problem. It isn't a mere platitude, but a divine promise. And it isn't a, a gold, but a guarantee. It isn't wishful thinking, but a shaft of almighty providence that lands squarely on our pathway each day and every moment. I want to tell you that the Lord moves heaven and earth to keep this promise. Yes, he does. He puts his eyes to the microscope of providential oversight. And he scans the smallest details of our lives. Working them into a tapestry of blessing. Making sure, yes, that goodness and mercy follows us all the days of our lives. He turns problems inside out, transforming bad things to blessings and converting trials into triumphs. Yes, he does. And he alone knows how to bring the Easterners out of the Good Fridays. And I want you to know that there is no expiration date attached to this promise. It almost seems too good to be true, doesn't it? But it's too true to be false. Yes, too true to be false. I remember worrying sometimes, wearing out Romans 8 and 28. Constantly going to that verse, constantly calling on God. I was going to it so constantly for encouragement that I was afraid that I might overuse it. Have you ever felt like that? But no, this is God's promise. And all the power of the Godhead stands behind it. And since God is eternal, it's eternal. And since God is omnipresent, his promises are too. And we, we're never outside of their range. 
And since God is an all-powerful God, so is his word. His promises is perpetual. And since he is merciful, his promises embraces even our sins. And, and when confessed and nailed to his cross, even good can come from them. Good lessons, good counsel for others, good thanksgiving for his cleansing power, good testimonies of his liberating love. So I say, perhaps my real fear was that I would use Roman 8 and 28 to the point of just complacency. It was Ralph Waldo Emerson who once observed that if the constituents would appear only once in a thousand years, the constellations, then imagine what an exciting event it would be. But because they're there every night, we barely give them a look. Now think of this. What if you could use Roman and Romans 8 and 28 only one time in an entire lifespan? What if, let's say, what if it were like a, a voucher issued by God or heaven? good for only one occasion during the course of life? What if it were a coupon that was good for only one admittance? We put it in the lockbox and save it for the greatest tragedy of life, wouldn't we? But I want to tell you this. Romans 8 and 28 isn't limited to one application or to a few situations in life. I want you to know that it's constantly available and that it conveys and it covers every contingency. Yes, yes, it has an endless shelf life and no expiration date and its utilization can never be exhausted. And furthermore, I want to say to you, to make sure that we don't wear it out, our Lord has given it to us in several places in Scripture. So, if we look only just a little bit, we'll find Romans 8 and 28 reworded, repeated, reiterated, and recapulated in several other passages as well. In other words, God has diddied out Romans 8:28 in the book of Genesis, in the book of Esther, in Nehemiah, Isaiah, Philippians, Ephesians, and really in every book of the Bible. You know, it's apparently that one of his favorite promises as though he wrapped it up and it's in a box which we can open one after another. And I say to you that in this book, the book of the word, I'd like to show you how 
you can take Romans 8 and 28 and primarily you can cross-reference this in the entire Bible. Yes, you can. And so, I say to you in close that it isn't a cheap promise for Jesus had to literally endure Good Friday to give us Easter morning. And he died to redeem us and his redemption overflows from Calvary to transform our problems, our pains, and life perplexities. And in the process, it transforms us. And it isn't just a verse to be gullibly quoted and carelessly slapped on life's ooh or like a disposable diaper. When, however, we take Romans 8 and 28 as seriously as God does, we begin living on a perpetual higher plane because he gives peace of mixed perplexity and he brings testimonies out of our tragedy. Yes, he turns sadness to gladness and gives beauty for ashes. He rules and he overrules, just as Spurgeon had said that he, and I quote, he trusts him where he cannot trace him, looks up to him in the darkest hour and believes that all is well, unquote. So, we can often see the results only later. Life, someone said, is like the Hebrew language. It can only be read backwards, looking backwards. We see the hand of God with thanksgiving. Looking forward, we claim God's promises by simple faith. We sink our fingertips into his word adjust our thinking accordingly, bring our moods and our emotions into line, and tackle each problem and period of life as though Romans 8.28 were an unfailing certainty, which it is. And so, I say to you, once again, we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God, those who are called according to his purposes. Yes, we know that all things go on working together for the good of those who keep on loving God, who are called in accordance with God's purpose. This is Pastor Curtis L. Robinson Sr. Wishing you and yours a blessed day and keep hope alive and know for yourself that all things, not some things, 
work together for the good to those who are called according to God's purposes. Until I see you again, be blessed and know that God truly loves you and he loves you with a love that you cannot take from him. So, you be blessed until we speak again. Amen and amen and amen.